0: betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER if you want
1: to relive the feels on gray's anatomy hulu is here for you
0: but what are you waiting for let's go
1: Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu.
2: Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy.
1: Every Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th.
0: You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu.
2: And that's what you really missed with Jenna.
3: And Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast.
2: Welcome to And That's When You
4: Really Miss podcast. This is Sectionals. That's not the title of the episode, but this is Sectionals. We are at Season 3, Episode 8, Hold On To 16. Hello, Kevin.
3: Hello, Jenna. We uh, have been anticipating this episode, (laughs) Um, not necessarily because of... (laughs) The storylines, but I think selfishly because mm-hmm. we get some incredible performances this episode. I'm shook. <laughs> and I'm shook. Jenna basically <laughs> has an entire song.
2: <laughs>
3: it's and been I can't 20 wa- episodes. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that because this really was sitting there with my jaw on the floor. And this was just a really good one. There was a lot happening in terms of storyline, I think, with all the competition episodes. It's a bit of a, a mess. You know, everything is intertwined because looming over all of it is the competition.
4: But Exactly. Let's, like, uh, get to sectionals.
3: We, it feels almost like this is only episode eight of the season, right? But it feels like it's a halfway point in terms of we're sort of wrapping up some storylines where it's like a clean finish, a clean break Mm -hmm. and setting up a clean slate for whatever comes after this. Correct. Which feels nice. It does feel right. Yeah.
4: Felt like last episode was the, the lead up tie up of all the elections to get to sectionals. And now we're wrapping up sectionals to then get to regionals. So, um, Okay, let's let's dive in. Let's dive in. Let's get our uh our little news done okay. so we can get into these performances. Uh what was happening in
3: the news? We found love is still number one. Twilight Saga Breaking Down Part One is still number one. Um Wow. A bunch of us went to, as we did every single year, Trevor Project's Trevor Live Gala in LA mm-hmm. at the Palladium. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Amber, Chris, Darren, Diana, me. Harry, Damien, and Jama, and Jane all went. Darren performed, Amber performed, um, Harry, Mark, uh, Damien, and myself presented. It was oh, how cute. It was a great great, great time. Those events were always so special. Also, um, if you're looking to do something good, uh, look up Trevor Project and see if you can donate where you can donate, how to donate and get involved because they're an absolutely incredible organization and vital to helping and saving so many um lives of lgbt um, family members you know they're they're a great organization
4: for many many years
3: so this episode directed by brad beaker cuz it's a competition cuz he, he does
4: all of these <laughs> yes this is
3: now his thing um ross maxwell uh, wrote this episode well he's on the script
4: Right, 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 of course. He's now,
3: also now my neighbor, and I see him at Starbucks Oh, uh, is that?
4: It's so cute. We yeah. saw him at the um, picket lines when he was Glee Day. That's right. Okay, the songs in this episode. Let's talk about it. So we have Red Solo Cup, will forever be ingrained in my memory. Um, Buenos Aires, uh, Survivor, I Will Survive. So good. ABC, Control. Man in the Mirror, and We Are Young. I have chills just thinking about all these numbers. (laughs) I don't even know what I was thinking going into this. Like, oh, this is this is good, right? This is good. No, this is excellence.
3: (laughs) This is music excellence for Glee. Like, a lot of these, it's weird when, you know, I feel like a lot of the time there's one, maybe two songs that are really ingrained in us that Mm -hmm. we remember or that we know, like, made some sort of a, Impact. Impact. Mm -mm. This one has so many. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm a... You know me. I'm a sucker for a long stage performance. You know, I love the audition episodes. And so the fact that we get (laughs) five numbers on that competition stage... Oh, oh, yeah. It's my dream.
4: Give it to me. Give it to
3: me. And we get another one in the auditorium. So there are six performances in this episode alone on a stage.
4: Wow. Okay. Um... The, there's some fun facts for this episode, Kevin. Yes, there so are. This, this is one of three episodes submitted for the 2012 Emmys, the other two being Asian F and Yes, No. Um, the Emmy nominations that year were Outstanding Guest Actress for Dot, Outstanding Makeup for a Single Camera Series, The Outstanding Cinematography for a Single Camera Series. Wow. Um, Go Crew mm-hmm. and Dot. Uh, this title refers to Sam's favorite lyric in John Mellencamp's song, Jack and Diane, which she said to Quinn, hold on to 16 as long as you can, mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which, which is uh, in a very, the very good scene between Adina and Diana. Yeah. Ooh, chilling. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? So fitting with this theme, this episode's theme of age and maturity, New Direction set list for sectionals chronologically covers a lifespan. ABC is Childhood, controls Young Adulthood, and Man in the Mirror is Adulthood.
3: Brought to you Whoa. by the Jackson family.
4: Whoa. Just
3: Jackson 5 I to know. Janet <laughs> Jackson to Michael Jackson.
4: <laughs> Hello. Um, and filming began on November 2nd, following completion of the seventh episode the previous day, which feels appropriate and right. Uh, finished on November 21st. The episode was shot in parallel with the ninth episode, Extraordinary Merry Christmas, which brings back lots of memories, good uh-huh. and bad, which yes. began filming on November 10th. So this is when it started to get pretty crazy. There's Absolutely. a lot of fun facts, Kevin. Tell me some yeah, more. There
3: are. Um, this is the only competition <laughs> set list to have more than one song by the same group, Artists and Musical, The Jacksons. Mm. However, it can be argued that it isn't since Janet Jackson wasn't an original member of the group. But was a later member. It's all oh, in the same family. I yeah, think I'll it, give counts. it to her <laughs> This episode also contains the most songs Quinn has sung in a single episode. Four. Oh,
4: um, oh on she. On iTunes
3: for this episode, the summary included Harry as the name of Mike's portrayer, Harry Shum Jr., instead of Mike.
4: <laughs> wow. Well, that seems appropriate, too. <laughs> um,
3: um, the competition in this episode is the only one in which Rachel doesn't participate during her high school career, which was mm. weird. That felt very strange. Very strange. To see.
4: Yep,
3: um, Rory is the only New Direction member that doesn't sing in this episode. Well, he and has it's only
4: songs in his episode. Yeah,
3: so. he's good. <laughs> this is the second time that Rachel doesn't sing in the set list um, mm. since 2010 sectionals. Hmm. Um, this is my favorite part. Kurt tells Sebastian that he doesn't like him or his CW hair huh? pre Grant becoming the Flash on CW for ten years, basically. <laughs> Um, And the night that the episode aired, many topics related to the show appeared as trending topics on Twitter. At one point, um, Dante Loretto, our executive producer, tweeted six trending topics. Well, it was six trending topics! Exclamation point, question mark. (laughs) Um, Indicating that six of the nine available slots were filled by Glee-related topics. Um, Actually, and then he corrected to eight because hashtag white chocolate was also... As soon as Cord stepped on, he started trending all over
4: Twitter. Well, as he does.
3: And Sue does not appear in this episode. Those are our fun facts. There's a lot.
4: That was a lot. I love those. Yeah. Um. Cord comes back. Cord comes back. Finally. Let's before we talk about that. Let's give me what what is the what is this episode?
3: Um. In an attempt to recruit a few more members, Finn tracks down former teammate Sam Evans and convinces him to come back to the Glee Club. Tina comes to the defensive mic and encourages him to pursue his dream while McKinley prepares to host the big sectionals performance. Wow, wow,
4: wow. Okay. Okay. So, so Finn and Rachel are going to travel to Kentucky, which is random, but they find Sam and they think he's performing, but he's working at a strip club um, to support him, him, him and his family. I'd see that. Yeah, totally. He comes back to McKinley and Sam is convinced he's going to win Mercedes back. Now that he's home with the Glee Club, <laughs> um, staying with Rachel and Finn. <laughs> and uh, and now we get court, little Cordy back. Thank goodness, because we needed it. We lost all of our Trouble Tones, you know, our members to the Trouble Tones. We lost Rachel. So Cord comes to the rescue.
5: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury
2: Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach.
3: Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry.
2: The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And
3: Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. We love that.
2: Okay, so Quince sent me a lovely fisherman sweater. It's 100 percent cotton and it looks real expensive, but it wasn't. I went back and I bought three more in different colors, Kevin. (laughs) Of course you did. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash really for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns.
3: That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash really to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash really.
4: There's a lot of Quinn in this episode.
3: And it's good Quinn.
4: Oh yeah. I I like this. this Something
3: is... is happening finally. We're getting <laughs> hey, movement on this we're getting stagnant <laughs> storyline.
4: Quinn is still off her rocker at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. She has decided she is going to, now that she has leverage over Puck, over Shelby, she's going to get Shelby fired, which then trouble tones won't perform. We're gonna win sectionals by default, which is not what we want. But really, she wants to tell Figgins about Shelby and Puff to get Beth back. And Rachel sees her. Yeah. And she, Quinn reveals that she's going to tell tell um, Figgins about this. She tells her, her plan, which I don't know why she tells her the plan, but she tells her the
3: plan. That's what all villains do.
4: <laughs> they reveal their. <laughs> deepest darkest secrets yeah. just the pinnacle moment okay yeah. um rachel's worried now she's concerned because rachel is a fierce competitor and so she decides that she's gonna she's gonna keep an eye and quit and so at sectionals when we're at sectionals we're in our, our you know costumes we're getting ready to perform rachel sees her leave the auditorium and she knows what she's about to go do rachel stops her in the hallway for this wonderful scene and tells her that she is going to. She's like, I know what you're going to do. At least wait until the Troubletones have performed and tell Shelby before you do it. Give her the dignity.
3: Doesn't this um, storyline, obviously, I, I think it all, all these storylines fit within the title of it. What the title of the episode is trying to, I think, imply is that. All these people are having to make these adult decisions, dealing with things that are sort of above their pay grade, if you will. Mm-hmm. Where they're not dealing with just high school issues. You're dealing with
4: children, and yes, relationships, and, and
3: livelihoods, and in right. addition to Sam's whole storyline. And Rachel's actually, even though she, like you know, generally operates from a place of like selfishness and narcissism, mm-hmm. I think her coming to several different versions of like what she wants Quinn to do or not do Mm -hmm. seems like a a more mature and fully formed person as you know, she wouldn't have done that last season.
4: Right. And so
3: I enjoyed seeing that because, because she wasn't worrying about what she was doing on stage. They had her mm -hmm. do all this stuff behind the scenes. That was really fun and interesting.
4: No, totally. It was, um, Redeeming for Rachel, too, after doing the ballot stuffing the ballots, and then her kind of turning back around and saying, like, I've done this before and it doesn't feel good.
3: Yeah. And it's also like, let's let's just have the best team win. Like, let's level the playing field after coming off this thing that I just tried to, like, fix an election. Mm -hmm. So she's Mm -hmm. trying to redeem herself. Yeah. Yes.
4: So Quinn's going to tell Shelby what she's going to do.
3: Thanks to the advice of Rachel. Again, it's like, if you're going to do it, the adult thing to do is let her know you're yeah, going to do it. which
4: is true. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's right. Because <laughs> um, Quinn says, I'm an adult and I can do what I want, right? That's mm-hmm. why this all kind of comes to its um, full circle. So this really great scene between the two of them. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed watching this scene. This was like, um, pointing for the episode, but I don't, we don't talk about this a lot on Glee, right? Like how f- how... Kids are so eager to grow up, yeah, so quickly. So I thought it was really poignant and and, and really important to point out. Um, and she's like, "Enjoy your time on this stage because you may never get it again." Um, don't there rush. Was, uh,
3: there, there, was a lot of that too throughout yeah. this episode. There was a lot yeah. of contemplation even with Kurt and right, and talking about, especially with Quinn. Mm -hmm. about her future and if this is something that she's going to continue to pursue or not. And it's nice that you can see the characters having those conversations and how the Glee Club means different things to each of us Mm -hmm. or each of the characters. Mm -hmm. And it was coming off of an episode before that was so sort of disjointed. Mm -hmm. Having a really strong theme through every single storyline and plot line of this episode was really nice.
4: Yeah, really solid episode. Um, I also appreciated like Shelby Adina's performance in this was like so calm and collected as an adult in the way that a mature adult is going to react. A teacher, hopefully, is the way you hope somebody would react, right? Um, Saying, well, I'm just going to go enjoy my last hour. I know what I did was wrong. I, this is why I did it. Um, and just kind of like very calmly giving Quinn a little bit of a lesson after Adina has already proven that, or Shelby has proven that she's learned her lesson. Um, yeah, I just thought that scene was really well done.
3: Shelby is sort of the only adult character besides, I would say the trifecta is Shelby, Bert and Carol. Mm-hmm. Are all like the only they're the only adult characters that aren't doing crazy things <laughs> obviously she's hooking up with a student that's crazy, but I guess right. in terms of like her mannerisms and like how she's acting oh, that's how that's she's surprising. portraying that yeah she's yeah. they're very steady they're yeah. real they feel more real <laughs> yeah in a yeah, number yeah, of ways sure. the rest of us are all like clowns and doing crazy things the entire time,
4: yeah, wow. We'll continue to do so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what our job was.
4: Um, but this is, yeah, this is a really great episode for Quinn. Uh, she finds herself kind of back where she started and finding a little bit of closure and and really coming to terms with herself and, um, you know, redeeming herself by asking the Troubledones to come back to the New Directions. Huge win um, for, for Quinn and for all of us. And so um, it's pretty great. And then also bringing them back to come see in the auditorium.
3: There's so many storylines. I mean, Finn and Blaine have it mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. They get into it, and at first, it was so jarring to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Why in we...
4: the with the punching bag?
3: Yeah, and all mm-hmm. of like, but it, they were so good together, I and know, it was right? also like this weird masculinity battle. Yeah. I don't know how to word this and not sound crazy but I feel like a lot of times when um Blaine is very different from Kurt I think mm-hmm. it's important to portray obviously the range in which gay people exist they yes. are not one thing right and having Blaine have like sort of this weirdly I don't like i, I I've never felt violent in my life towards anyone and mm-hmm. he has this like outburst towards Finn. And Finn being football player, captain of the football team, he's the one who has sort of the, you know, I was jealous. I was, Mm -hmm. and coming off of, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks of reflection after outing someone. (laughs) Um, But it was a really nice, I felt like juxtaposition between the two characters. Mm Mm-hmm. And how those type archetypes are normally portrayed in TV shows. And it was just a scene, but it's also been, like, coming to a head for a while oh, since yeah. the season began. And right. so it was nice to be able... It was another one of those plot points getting wrapped up or, like, bursting that bubble, just like with Quinn's storyline mm-hmm. and now with this Finn and Blaine thing that was unsettled. Mm-hmm. And then Finn... Finn's busy this episode. He He's busy. very busy. Then Finn goes to... <laughs> when. When he goes to get Sam with Rachel, I just have questions. Okay. How is a 16, 17-year-old working at a strip club?
4: Right. It's Kentucky, Kevin. No but, offense.
3: I mean, fair. But like that, <laughs> I, I don't know about. And the scene with the parents.
4: Yeah, that's uh, so sweet.
3: Do you, did you see that movie Finding Neverland back in the day?
4: Yes.
3: I, the thing I remember from that movie is the scene where um, Johnny Depp's character talks to a young Freddie Highmore after they've mm-hmm. experienced some trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, and just like that, you're no longer a child. Right. And I, I, that's all I thought about in the scene where it's like the parents, like, we didn't want you to have to do this. And then Sam being like, no, I'm just so proud of us. Like, what a beautiful, m- minus the homeless jokes. Right. Um, it was really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um series of moments in that scene and I
4: yes and once again sam having to grow up too fast mm-hmm. right having to become an adult too fast um yeah there's a really it's a nice way to reintroduce sam
3: yeah it's a really nice way to such see a good him. guy you know do you re- so do you remember filming red solo cup
4: absolutely I remember filming that. I was like, number one, what is this song?
3: What is the song? We (laughs) did not know. Who (laughs) wrote
4: this? None of us. None of us. It is a fun, catchy song. I think it was stuck in my head for a while afterwards because it's so ridiculous. Um, It's a Red Solo cup and there's a song about it, but there's a song about it for everybody. So, um, yeah, I, I just remember working with like having Cordy back was like so so nice it's like a real celebration to have cord it back.
3: was it was very real and it's such like a fitting number for him <laughs> that it felt like oh yeah we're here we're in it He's yes back.
4: it's also like a freeform rock out number to shoot and we didn't know the song so we're like winging it and trying to make it work and um you know it didn't have a ton of foo no around it so we're just like let's just have a fun time do what we do
3: there was enough choreo to do there was Five other numbers coming that had mm-hmm. a lot of choreo, so I
4: mean more choreo than we've ever
3: seen. No, and this, yeah. this, and we are we are young. It's just like okay, let's just have a nice time. Go for it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> They're like, I could see Zach being like, just move, yeah, <laughs> just move around,
3: find move a buddy and have a good time.
4: <laughs> and and then we have the band members, and we are New Directions, <laughs> Sam and the band members. I missed when the <laughs>
3: band members like came in and I look up, I'm like. Why is John Locke with long hair here again?
4: <laughs> but I loved it.
3: Like, there he I was dancing it. with us on stage.
4: I can't. <laughs> I can't even. So funny.
3: So we talked about this before, but we were at filming the prom episode when we found out Quarter's coming back. And then it, like, spread like wildfire across the gymnasium floor. Was it? Was I, it? Don't, I no, don't remember that. It wasn't prom. We were filming some number. In the gymnasium, and I was it dodgeball. That. Nope, no, it was there was a stage. We literally have talked about it this season, and I've already forgotten. But I remember somebody like a rumor started to spread, just like real high school. And like, wait, chords cor- coming back.
4: Who run the wait. run the world? I don't no. know.
3: I feel like there was a stage set up at the end, Right. and I I don't remember what it was. I don't um, remember this. But we were so excited. And I remember we didn't want to text Cord because, like, if this isn't true, then you don't want to get his hopes up.
4: Right. Right. (laughs) And, like, the last
3: we heard was, like, does he even want to come back?
4: Right. (laughs) We hadn't spoken to him. (laughs) No.
3: And so I think there was, like, a cooling period where both sides got to take a minute to be, like, we need each other. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we, We were so excited, obviously.
4: I mean, white chocolate is back. White chocolate. I was giggling with those names and that just him coming out it was just it was very funny very very funny and then um this is where windy city was born i think yes so windy city is cord's adorable body rolls that he does in um white chocolate he does it in um other numbers he does it in we are fun right or in um we are young <laughs> we I think are fun. he does it in we are fun um we are fun he also did it, I think, in Man in the Mirror, movie.
3: He does it any chance <laughs> Everywhere. of Everywhere. Yeah. So we
4: call it the Windy City.
3: <laughs> did Zach Woodley, Zach Woodley name it? Yes, that, yeah? of
4: course. Zach Woodley makes all the craziest names. Um, and Another thing that's happening is Queen Tina is yes. going to... <laughs> Queen Tina is going to get Mike's dad to get on board.
3: She really... <laughs> goes above and beyond and like it's definitely some questionable tactics
4: you're welcome mike <laughs> yeah but
3: ultimately what a beautiful thing
4: yeah yeah so she's convinced she is she is willing she's willed her his father to make it to sectional so she she visits she has a fight with mike in the hallway which i remember shooting with harry we hadn't gotten a scene in a while so i remember shooting this and being mad at him um and and these were really fun Uh, it was just something else to do. Like, I was like, "Ah, a storyline, like something to do. And it was, um, very, it resonated with me because growing up so many kids were, you know, this is all we wanted was to be in theater, to be on Broadway, all of these things and, You know, a lot of our kids, like friends of mine, didn't have their parents' support. And My parents didn't even really want me to do this as a living because it is so hard. And when Mike's dad says, like, do you know how hard this is going to be for you? I mean, my parents had said that to me at times. Like, do you understand how much harder this is going to be for you than other people? It's hard enough. And you just, as a mother, you're like, I get it now. I don't Mm -hmm. ever want my kid to to struggle or Mm -hmm. to starve or to, you know, you just want them to To be comfortable, but uh, not at the expense of their happiness and their love for whatever. So anyway, um, this was really uh, very, it came from my heart when I was, I was just able to like pull this out because it felt very true. It was Um, another one of those
3: like storylines in this episode of indicative of Mm -hmm. the character's growth in your relationship to one another, even how you're acting in the scene towards one another. Mm -hmm. There's like a level of maturity. That wasn't Mm -hmm. there before. Also, I think it's because you do get sort of a a more meaningful storyline. Totally. Could you, like, how was that, like, when you're going into film, that type of scene, are you immediately like, oh, I get this, I've been there? Or Mm -hmm. is it one of those things that you look back on, you're like, oh, yeah, that was actually rooted in a real place, but I wasn't necessarily aware of it at the time. No,
4: I was fully aware of it at the time. Um, Yeah, I mean, it was... That's so helpful to have. Totally. <laughs> it's easy. It's much easier when you have something to, mm-hmm. to, to work off of like that. Yeah, no, I definitely had that. And it, it, it makes it harder because you care so deeply about it and mm-hmm. it feels so true. And you try to find the place of which Tina's coming from versus Jenna and mm-hmm. um, you know, that fine line also, but then, you well, know, Sometimes work-
3: they're the same. Sometimes they overlap.
4: It's very true, very true. But uh, yeah, I, I remember working with, um, mm-hmm. Brad on this and like just chatting with him about it. He's so wonderful and so great about helping you get to where you need to be and giving you the space to do what you want to do, but also saying, yeah, we got that. So let's try mm-hmm. something else. That's mm-hmm. always a Brad Beaker. So, you know, line. Um, and I, yeah, no, it was just very easy to pull from because obviously I was blatantly aware of this and, um, and I, and, and, and it worked out, you know, Mike's dad came and he showed up. It made me emotional. It didn't make me emotional when I watched it back uh, in the day, but this time mm. I was like, "Oh, that's really meaningful."
3: How was it, it filming that the Tina and Mike's dad, Mike Senior, uh, scene? Because I love that. Because you're also going in there again. Anytime Tina's with adults, like when you got Figgins in the palm of your hand, you deal mm-hmm. with these parents who are in the palm of your hand. The only time Tina's sort of not like the queen bee is in the glee club. Like, it's like <laughs> so we, we have that like running joke about how Tina keeps getting like shit on.
4: Right. She but her Tina, shit outside of it, yeah. outside
3: of the glee club, handles her business.
4: That's true. She helps Rachel get into Miata. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> like, she's the manager. She's everybody's <laughs> secret manager. That's, like, said. That's You not said. only got Mike's dad to show up, you also submitted an application on Mike's behalf. <laughs>
4: I was like, wow,
3: Tina, really. It's very general though. It is very generous. It is,
4: it is. I would do that. I would do that. <laughs> um, no, working with Keon was really nice. I mean, obviously, we had, he had been in prior, previous episodes, mm-hmm. so it was, wasn't like brand new. But I was nervous shooting that one because I was driving the scene um, with him. But I also felt very supported by him, obviously. It's a um, two-hander. Yeah. <laughs> he was, did a beautiful job. Um but you I, you know when I went in, I I watched this back and I don't know if the, I don't remember if this was a choice or if this was just Jenna doing Jenna um everything Tina did and I think maybe this was Brad Beaker, was so hopeful. Mhm. She wasn't angry. She wasn't fighting. Mm. She just believed so hard in what she was saying mm. that she was so sure of herself. And so when I went when I was watching that scene last night, I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't think I would have played it like that now. Hmm. But I like the way she we did it back then. Because it's just it's truthful to the youth.
3: That's, that's what I was going to say. It, it's, it's almost like the naivety of youth mm-hmm. coming out because, like, now, you know, too much. <laughs> So um, <laughs> you know how fragile everything is and like the blind yeah. optimism is like well I, I would have no, come like, in a lot
4: harder yeah, yeah totally, totally like to really
3: make this happen but yes it does sound like a, a Brad Beaker Jenna collaboration doesn't it because yeah. he's so hopeful yes like.
4: it's so true yes and and so coming in it, it felt a little it felt a little naive to me for Tina you know mm-hmm. like I, if a kid like that said something like that to me now I'm, I would have a, an interesting reaction to it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe It feels like it feels like a Brad thing that I I think maybe he had said, like, let's play this this way. Mm-hmm. I think we tried it a, f- a few ways, but I think we played it this way throughout the whole thing. Even with Mike, she does it. Or in the earlier mm-hmm. scene, she's not so mad. She's not it mad. It works
3: so well, too. And it's also refreshing mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of the stuff you got was Tina being like, super emotional Mm -hmm. and like but like intentionally it wasn't like it was a choice you made it was written that way or on the day (laughs) you were pushed to do that right yes and it's nice to see like other because obviously you're extremely talented and good and have all all these other layers Mm -hmm. and levels to give so it's nice when you see that and dealing with an adult dealing with a boyfriend dealing with a teacher Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and see how Tina's a little different each of those things. and yeah. it's, it's so fun to watch.
4: Oh, thanks. Um, it was fun to do. It's always fun to do.
3: You're podcasts. so talented.
4: Oh, my God. You're so nice. I was like, oh, okay. It's hard to watch yourself back and remember those times. and mm-hmm. Just watch yourself back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but you wow. should be proud of yourself. That was, you were really great in this episode. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. You were, not only were you acting sound, <laughs> you were singing sound.
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
3: Okay, just real quick. It's sectionals. Shoe well, has yet to have a set list ready, and the, the streak <sighs> c- continues. Alive and well. Shu has not prepared and is leaving up, to, leaving it up to everybody else to figure it out. I'm shocked. <laughs> like, wh- why are you here, sir? What are you even doing?
4: It's like his, uh, the epitome of Mr. Shu, is when he comes in at the end of fun. Uh, the fun number,
3: yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm here. We're like, where have you been? Yeah, it's also the Glee Club members were fully on the the Glee schedule because we learned things in like two hours and then had to go film it immediately, right? And we were like, fine, like that's just what we have to do. And you can shoot around it and make us look good. Yeah. But yeah. high school like, students have a full <laughs> academic day. They have clubs after school. They have friends. They have things to do. And you want them to pull this out?
4: And also come up with that choreography?
3: For three numbers in a night? Like, come on. Get out of here. Like, we were adults that were hired to do a professional job, and we were barely (laughs) Barely managing it. it. (laughs) And that was with all the Melodyne in the world. (laughs)
4: I'm dying I'm dying That's really funny That's really funny Yeah so we were Again once again It's left up to the kids (laughs) And yeah we pull that out We pull that out
3: I I like the friendly banter Between the trouble tones Come in mm -hmm. right before the show And like we've decided uh, Lenji's is so good In this whole (laughs) thing (laughs) Give her an inch Um, (laughs) But you know Everyone decided that if on the treble tones that if treble tones win that anyone in the new directions who wants to join for regionals can mm. and it is just so good the mm. reactions everyone's pissed off Ooh, quinn coming in hot looking at shelby it's wonderful teen teen drama
4: we also have to rewind back to um for one second to when sam re- after Red Solo Cup and Santana comes in and reads that letter from her (laughs) tiny little book what
3: (laughs) (laughs) I really loved it and it's also I love because we're just I was a little nervous because you're coming off of this whole thing happening between Santana and Finn and like are these jokes going to land how are they going to be received? And then Sam is just smiling and it's it's really cute.
4: Okay, so yes, the trouble come in, there's some friendly banter, and then we're at sectionals and Vanessa's sugar's response to Tickles the Clown, that one shot made me cackle.
3: <sighs> every time Jiggles. every time the camera catches her in this episode, I was laughing. She's doing something every time. single time the camera Why finds she's her. Such a G. Let's talk about these numbers, Jenna.
4: Sectionals. Okay. Okay. Which one? Where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Let's start start from the beginning. Let's start. start?
3: Yes. I mean, (gasps) Lindsay (laughs) (laughs) Pierce. The (laughs) voice coming in hot. Just such a
4: (laughs) great number, too. Just a great number selection. Like the song itself is so good. It's catchy. I was dying laughing when Rachel and Kurt were singing along. Yes.
3: <laughs> you know i wish we honestly had more of the uh banter between the three of them mm-hmm. the competitiveness because it is really fun because it's all lighthearted. because they're all the same they all understand <laughs> yes. each other
4: yes the bloodshed yes <laughs> but
3: what well, great number it felt like a vocal adrenaline number almost
4: totally had to right yeah, yeah. I'm only a sophomore. Um, yes, love that song. So I was feeling it. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. It was very, very good. Okay. <sighs> so the
4: Troubletons. Troubletons. So here's the funny part: the Troubletons <laughs> come out to record their to do their number, and their hair was curled to the gods.
3: What was
1: that?
4: And okay, do you remember this, Kevin? We're about to shoot this know. number. Okay. Mm-hmm. They had bumpets in their hair. They had curly hair. That's nothing. They came out and had the craziest curly hair I have ever seen. It was the tiniest curling iron and they were it was wild. Like ringlets. Yes, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. And it was vetoed.
3: <laughs>
4: and somebody up above said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. absolutely not.
3: It's the right call.
4: It was the right call because it would have taken away, <laughs> truly taken away from the number. I looked it at It was Courtney, already
3: a little distracted. Courtney Galliano,
4: Courtney Platt. And I said, what is your hair? Who <laughs> um, was one of the trouble tone answers? So we had to take a pause and they had to go take every trouble tone back to that makeup trailer. And they oh. had to redo their hair.
3: It's all coming we back to me. we were
4: already running behind. And they're scrambling to try to see what else we could do to shoot because we weren't ready.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and we had a break. We had a, a while. It took like an hour. I mean, there's a lot of
3: get. trouble tones.
4: Oh, yeah. And that's not an easy fix. No, you to d- go undo back the hair. From yeah. yeah, exactly. But I, it was the right choice because it would have taken away from that insane choreography, which I lost.
3: This number. Are you
4: yeah. joking?
3: I, I i was watching it and it was i was probably so annoying austin was sitting there with me like
4: i wanted to do that number so badly
3: me too you and i were learning it fully
4: we were learning it i remember like hannah dancing and we were going backwards it was so good that it was slap, so good they have
3: their arms out they go out front and to the sides and they slap <laughs> each other
4: and then the 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 one over the head
3: yes <laughs> Lazy stripper. There was so much lazy stripper. There was so true. A shot of Lenji's when they (laughs) cut to Vanessa, and she's doing full lazy stripper face, and it is incredible.
4: Oh, it was so good. It is one of my. It's one of my favorite numbers.
3: It's also one of the best mashups the show has ever done.
4: So good. Flawless. They sounded so good, and I just love Amber and Naya together. It makes me so happy.
3: I mean, we need. I'm sure there already is one, but like a Mercedes Santana playlist, or like an album—the
4: compilation.
3: Yes, we need a mm-hmm. compilation of that because the hits after hits, there's nothing they don't touch that doesn't turn to gold.
4: So true. You know, boy is mine, River Deep. This one, the rumor has it. Are you kidding? Like what?
3: Woo. Hits on hits on hits,
4: and then they just fall to the ground. I was like, just take me. <laughs> yeah,
3: like oh god, it was so good.
4: It was so good. I think I'm going to go I watch it again after this. forgot who won. And I was like, oh, it's the Troubletones."
3: Oh, yeah, obviously. That's I who forgot. we would have voted for.
4: <laughs> totally. Yeah, forget us. <laughs>
3: uh, I was, It's so funny. I didn't remember the thing about the hair because I was watching it. And Austin <laughs> goes, what's happening with Heather's hair? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. It was
4: a rush uh, A rush fix. Yeah. It was a band-aid. Look, over those her.
3: days were hard. They there were. were a lot of people. We were all there. We were oh, shooting all that in a day. So... Or two. We
4: were rushing. At least we were in our home turf. That's true. We didn't have to go anywhere else. That would have been a nightmare. Um, And then we get to New Directions. ABC. Jenna. (laughs) Jenna,
3: you're going to sit here and you're going to take this compliment. (laughs) You looked incredible. Oh, thanks. And you sounded even better. Wow. You sounded so good. Oh, thanks. I... Like, you were just like, this is my moment. I'm going to nail it. She's ready. All those other (laughs) girls are out of (laughs) here. Give me this song. And you showed up. You're like, oh, I'm going to act my ass off this episode. And I'm also going to sing it, too. (laughs) Like, can you keep up with me? That's
2: very
4: nice. Thank you, Kevin.
3: I loved it.
4: ABC seems like such a weird number to me. Like it's not a song that I would naturally wanted to like listen to on the regs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it felt a little lackluster to me as a solo, like one of Tina's few solos. Mm-hmm. But my nieces love it,
3: <laughs> and I think in context with yes. how it's being used, it's really great. I also there's something about though, like your voice, like your energy on that song. Because mm-hmm. I think growing up with it and hearing like baby Michael sing it, Mm-mm. it's like, well, no one can do that.
0: Right. It's so
3: singular, totally. Anybody else doing it it's a uh, sounds so dumb, but yeah it sounds like a new song in a way, yeah, because you can't do what little Michael, Michael was doing. Did. yeah, and yeah. your voice is extremely different than his, and it still works so well on it.
4: Mm. oh, thanks. Well, thanks. I'm a fan. Thank you. I'm. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, I this was one of the. This is one of the first times I remember working with Alex Anders. Really. Mm-hmm. Alex did this number with me.
3: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: And so this was one of my first because I hadn't sang a ton this season. So um, this was one of my first experiences <gasps> with him. But
3: you know what? Mm-hmm. Not that I doubted you, but you're right because mm-hmm. I think he did just pop in.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: season three heavily.
4: Yes. Definitely. And we
3: hadn't sung a bunch yet.
4: So, we were like, who is this new guy?
3: And he, <laughs> and if you listen to our interview with Adam Anders, his brother, Alex was very particular. Oh. And meticulous. Oh. Yes. We would all make jokes about it. <laughs> you
4: better believe it.
3: But, could he get a vocal out of you?
4: Yes, he could. Like,
3: he got a vocal out of all of us. All of us. Yes, he and could. The demo singers, like mine swapped out a couple times. I think um, they also got harder, at least mm-hmm. on my end. Mm-hmm. And then we were matching those. And so we were all being pushed vocally. And then you have a, a vocal producer who's going to make sure you're going to hit those notes, how the demo singer did it. Mm-hmm. And so I think all these vocals from here on out are really like Very... us growing. And like, this yes. was not your normal style of music that you would normally ever sing.
4: No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And it was high.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think you realize how high your voice is. When I first heard you sing that first rehearsal before the pilot, Mm. and what did you sing?
4: What did I sing?
3: Amber sang Respect. You sang a Broadway song.
4: If I were a bell?
3: Maybe. Once on this
4: island? I don't know.
3: No, I think maybe if I were something like that.
4: Well, if I were a bell was supposed to be my audition song on the
3: show. Mm.
4: because Tina was supposed to be geeky. So she was going to sing F I Were About.
3: Is that a high song? It is. And okay, that was probably it because I yeah. just remember being like, she is hitting those notes and it looks easy. <laughs> That's funny. And your voice is so I strong.
4: Voice. I don't think I have a voice. But anyway, this is not the genre of my, my, my usual genre.
3: Yeah, but if there's one thing Alex Anders is going to do, it's going to get you to get sing it. whatever genre <laughs> you need to do. <laughs> so
4: true. I can hear his voice in my ears right now.
3: Scoop to um, the note. <laughs> he'll
4: be like, ABC. And he'll be like, he'll do it. And you're like, oh, Yeah,
3: he would sing it for you. Damn I'm like, that was not helpful, though. You're like,
4: damn it. <laughs> I, I can't get that do that. <laughs> the amount of
3: times I yelled at him, like, yeah, but you're not in here.
4: <laughs> He'd be like, just do that.
3: <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it.
4: <laughs> he would get up a vocal lot of us, though. Um, that was fun to record, though, I remember. And it's so fast. It's just so fast. It, to imagine doing a song like that, right, for you'd imagine it takes hours. It probably took four, 45 minutes to an hour because there's just no time for anything else. It's just, hurry up. And then it'll go, we'll fly that. Just keep going. Um, it was, it's really fun, though. A fun number. A fun fun number to do. Um, Tina was... It was Tina's time to shine. Um, then we have Control, which you had said in the last episode makes much more sense now that with Quinn's storyline. Because yes. it was fully Diana giving us that first intro. Yeah. (laughs) Um well what a number.
3: What a weird song.
4: (laughs) What a number. I didn't I don't know why I would I would never would have thought they would have put that one in there.
3: Out of the whole Janet catalog that one. (laughs) 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 I mean, I think it's solely because of that. It's just to have Diana have Quinn do that talking intro at Shelby. (laughs) And And I think
4: like fit the the adult model yes. that we're talking about right exactly
3: mm-hmm. but i mean janet's the got window. one of the most stacked catalog yep. catalogs yep catalogs and music history like she that that's really the one does.
4: that's <laughs> the one that was the one but then we get to man mirror which um awesome uh, so good uh, awesome you sound great
3: i was losing my mind per usual because of course um the demo singer for that one, for me...
4: Rightfully so, though, also. This is a this is a meaningful one.
3: <laughs> yeah. And Storm, who did the demo for me, has, like, the craziest, coolest, raspiest sort of Michael voice. Mm. And so then I was like, I can't do this. Mm. Like, how am I supposed to match him? Like, he sounded so cool without trying to imitate Michael. Right. But... Uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun. And I remember feeling like I won a small prize because <laughs> when I do the. Oh! That was not in the demo. <laughs> the and I always just do that anyway. Yeah, yes, you do. And I did it in the booth. And Alex was like, I think I was. So I was going to record a line. I did that as like a warm up. The track was already uh, recording and I was doing something after it. And I just did it to like get in the m- mode, get in the mood of it. And he's like, oh, let's keep that. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> was like, he kept something that wasn't already like predetermined.
4: It wasn't Storm's. It wasn't galaxies. No. It was yours. <laughs> I remember
3: we were shooting this and Amber was in the audience and she yelled, she's like, Kevin, you sound good. And I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, your pocket that's the best pocket you've ever had i remember
4: this yeah
3: and i was like oh my god like it means so much coming from the voice herself amber riley truly like talking about something like the pocket i was like oh that means a lot to me especially on a michael (laughs) song like thank you so much and she said that early on like i think she heard it for the first time like after the first take and she said it and i was i was just (laughs) filled with joy the rest of the time we were filming it i'm like I did something right So If Amber
4: gives you a vocal compliment, she doesn't do it unless she means it. She said to me the other day during Snicksmas when I was recording some stuff, she goes, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it.
3: Yes. (laughs) We actually, side note, we were talking about your voice as you were recording. Oh, God. your voice now has the range it's always had, Mm. but you have like this really cool rasp, like smokiness to it. It's called being tired. Yeah, but it is. It's good. It's really good. Should I go put down some vocals? Yeah, I need you to because you need to let the people know that your voice has just gotten better.
4: Jenna's tired.
3: Yeah, whatever it is, it's working.
4: Oh, thanks. That's very nice. I'll Um, take it. I'll take it from both of you. Um, But
3: these three numbers, that was like the most intricate choreo we've ever done.
4: I am shocked that we all got that. I was thinking like, how were we doing this?
3: <laughs> but were we, though? Because there were a couple shots. I'm like, well, Corey didn't get that. Corey was great most of the great. time. But you put Harry front and center. Of course and, you do. <laughs> to pull focus on on purpose. This is very exactly.
4: smart. Exactly. Not only is he part of, a big part of his storyline is that, but also just put Harry in front. Distract the rest of us.
3: Jenna, the, that of re- us. the reaction when his dad comes in, <laughs> and slo-mo. you look and you're just like <laughs> <laughs> you just give this little like whoops who me the and slur- you keep going bar. and you recover <laughs> and he looks at you as like the example of like okay keep going the show must go on and it was so sweet
4: yeah i remember we had to do it in slow mo and um Beek was like where are doing? i was like what are you talking about we're doing slow mo in this number <laughs> but <laughs> Brad Beaker always knew what he was talking he about. He had a so vision. You do it. Do he says. He had always yeah. those really cool shots. You're like, what is this? He's like, this is a rocket camera. You're like, what is that? Um, He's the best. He always got everything done. Brad Beaker at some point, I don't know if it was this one or later in time, he would come out with one of those whiteboards that was like you do oh, projects yes. on, the tri-fold ones, yeah. and he'd get every list of every shot you need, and then he would mark it off with a marker when you got it. It'd be like tones. It'd be seen this, seen that. And he would just mark it. And it at was some so satisfying. Point, Brad Beaker also would wear a wig. Yeah, that's right. He would bring the wig out when it was like a night shoot or something like this to remind us that to keep laughing. And he did that on American Horror Story as well. The wig lived on.
3: <gasps> Good.
4: Yes. I'm so glad.
3: Especially on some of those sets where... Like you just need the days are long. You need a little levity.
4: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So. All to say, I think it's a three way tie because wow, wow, wow. I think this is one of the best competitions of the series, which our producer Sam had said. And I was like, you're crazy. And then I watched it last night and I was like, wow, these really slap. (laughs) (laughs) They all slap.
3: I've never really? heard you. I've never heard you say that.
4: Well, it's because I shouldn't say it ever again. <laughs> they just uh, laughed so hard. I, there's nothing, no other words for it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was
4: really moved by all of them.
3: It was so good. Like I just wanted to. F- I'm More. now upset that like we didn't like the competition episodes weren't just forty minutes of competition.
4: Why not? Well, like, we do I'm, do paradise by the dashboard light which is 40 minutes on its own at some point. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. I took a sip as you said that and I almost just did a spit take. Well,
4: didn't it feel like it?
3: I blacked out that day. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I I actually
4: the dashboard light is actually
3: <laughs> I watched it the other day. By the way, you this did- <laughs> this podcast has absolutely ruined my YouTube algorithm, algorithm. I'm, <laughs> I'm so screwed. If anybody comes over and like on my YouTube on the TV, it's, it's just glee. Yeah. yeah,
4: I'm gonna watch Paradise by the dashboard light after this. Um, I, I think the game now for me is which which dresses do we wear with which performance? Because that's right. always how I remember them. Um, well, what's
3: tricky is for this one, it wasn't the last time we wore all white for a competition. We do it again. In a couple of seasons, that is correct. Or is it? Next yeah, there's season? only
4: so many colors you
2: can wear in a competition,
3: right?
4: Um. Anyway, so then we then we get to uh, we are young.
3: <gasps> I forgot about it.
4: I remember record- doing this number. I didn't record on this vocally, but I didn't really know this band or song yet.
3: Nobody did. So this. Mm-hmm. So Adam said it in his interview that he fought ryan on this version of it right
0: and i I guess he found the song or something
3: yeah but the song had just come out and it was one of those things where it got used in a commercial Mm -hmm. and um around the same time but nobody knew this song and so like the history of this song is is that the placement on glee and then the placement in the commercial blew the song up to be the biggest song in the country Mm. And we didn't do that often, especially like we did that with songs that were already previously big. Like Don't Stop Believing was already a gigantic song in its own right. We weren't so,
4: discovering songs in any way.
3: Right. And so this song yes. um, was sort of the first, and maybe the last time we ever really broke a song like that. Uh, not solely, I'm not saying, I'm not claiming sole responsibility.
4: No, not on sure. behalf
3: of Glee. But it was yeah. this weird thing because then it did extremely well right. on iTunes. And also it was such, Adam was right. Like the the arrangement was great. Um, how everybody was layered into it. Really nice. Like how the parts were divvied up. It would just worked really well. Everyone sounded so good. And talk about having no choreography. <laughs> <laughs> Literally
4: none. Um, it felt very dog days to me.
3: Oh, the way it was, was. shot yes. and the way we
4: were kind of like just having fun with it and then having the trouble tones come in, you get that emotional, you know, element and then Santana and Rachel getting Santana. It's like it was all just it all just came the F together.
3: I really like these numbers, especially if you have an episode that has a lot of choreo in it and then you have all of these emotional slash celebratory, mm-hmm. just like kids being kids.
4: You know, this one reminds me of also is a number one, uh, Tegan and Sarah, when we did mm-hmm. Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. And then also when we did This is the New Year. Yeah. Very similar vibe.
3: To- and they felt weird to shoot. Totally. But I think they worked. were so effective on, on camera.
4: I could watch this episode over and over again. How one of my did, favorites of the series.
3: How did this, how did all this music fit in this episode? Because there also was so much story. I'm so confused. This is like that prop. You know when people say like, explain to me how my car can take up an entire lane, but also a double-decker bus Mm. fits within the same lane. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't understand that math. Right. I don't understand the math of all this music fitting in. Because it felt like there was...
4: Those scenes were short.
3: <laughs> I guess they were. <laughs> they were short. I mean, they, I did. There th- were a lot of them. Sam did get recruited very quickly and back into the league club within seconds.
4: Exactly. The scenes were short, but they were um, they were all very effective.
3: Yeah, economic, I guess, is the word. The scenes were economic. <laughs> <laughs>
4: totally, totally. Um, yeah, these performances were <laughs> <laughs> so good, so so good. Um, that's the episode. Folks, we had to do tardy takes.
3: Okay, let's do it.:
4: Honestly, after an episode of Cringe last episode of Cringe," there's not so many which I appreciate.
3: Um, I mean, there, there was the, the, the there were a couple references to like homelessness that I was like, mm-hmm.
4: right right, right. Sweet Sam. Okay, we'll go with those. those yeah. Five, I'm, I can't think of any others. I'm sure there were some, but <laughs> um, best answer.
3: Oh, oh God. Wind, n- Windy City. I mean, and trouble City. tones. Yeah, yeah, trouble tones. It's specifically the the um. <laughs> I have to stand up to do it and show you, Jenna. This, 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 this thing.
4: Oh, I like this—the one where they do the. I oh, yeah, do like head
3: whip. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. Head whip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
4: head whip, head
3: whip. <laughs> <laughs> it, what it feels like <laughs> is like young. Um, <laughs> White girls seeing a drag queen for the first time, or like literally, a ball I scene. was just gonna say I, that. It's cut to Vanessa Hudgens saying, "I'm really into voguing right now."
4: <laughs> um, best song.
3: I think I will survive as well. I think We Are Young is great.
4: Oh, I like We Are Young, but I think I'll survive takes it. Yeah,
3: I think so too. Just by, like, like that's what sketch. I'm listening to. That's what oh, I'll yeah, put yeah, on.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Best performance by a prop.
3: Um, the
4: ch- the trouty mouth notebook.
3: <laughs> I think the notebook did a lot. I,
4: mean, yeah, I
3: loved like why notebook. does Santana have a notebook of jokes? She also
4: held it with two. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
3: I love that Santana has a joke book <laughs> because that makes sense.
4: Came out of nowhere, though, she always
3: has so much material. I don't San... think we'll
4: ever see it again. Though that's no. the funny part. Um, best line, the trouty mouth speech.
3: Yeah. There are a lot of great one liners, but I did love when Kurt was like, I don't like you. (laughs) And and, uh, Grant was like, Oh, great. I don't like you either.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Grant's great. Go with those one liners, too. Yeah. Sebastian gets good one liners.
3: I will say, Grant is the nicest, friendliest person, right? And I've said it before. And like watching him in these episodes where he's awful and like mean is really disconcerting.
4: Oh, I like it. I think it's sexy. Oh,
3: well, yeah, it is. Obviously, Grant is super sexy. (laughs) Don't tell me.
4: Um, performance MVP. Oh God,
3: Jenna, Jenna, I think it's your week.
4: (gasps) What? Jenna, I think. I I think
3: I was going to go with Harry. No, I think you're the MVP this week, Jenna. Whoa! You were acting. You were dancing. You were singing. You were smiling. You were power. You were standing in your power. I think it's you, Jenna.
4: Whatever you want to say.
3: That's what I want to say.
4: Okay, I'll take it. Thank yeah. you. Jenna is red. Hooray! <laughs> I don't think I, Tina would ever get performance MVPs. You did
3: it. You, you did.
4: Queen Tina. There's maybe one episode that she would get performance <laughs> this,
3: is well, this is I'll
4: of it. Wow, this is one I'll enjoy it.
5: There's gonna be more. <laughs>
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
3: Shit we found on TikTok um, I don't know what this is <laughs> It is so weird I had never seen it before yeah. um, ABCZ what? On TikTok Posted this And it said shows you forgot about And it's called you're skidding me And it's a skit um, About Glee And there's people playing all of us And I'm so confused by this.
4: Okay, it seems like to me. They say if the teacher is 15 minutes minutes late, we really really go home.
0: And they break into song.
4: Do they do that every week, where the teacher is late every 15, and then they do another show?
3: And It must be. Like, what is this show?
4: It feels like a skit on, they do one every week, and then there's different parodies
3: i mean and it's very accurate
4: <laughs> wow this is it is very accurate even wow all right
3: isn't it crazy
4: this is just check it out and let us know what you guys think yeah i this, feel like i'm in the Spooky, twilight zone kooky abc's house
3: yeah i right. i mean
4: <laughs> check it out
3: i love that there are like Here they must do that? incredible sketches now it's i need an to australian
4: go australian show
3: yeah So, I mean, how did we not know about this?
4: Well, we love those Aussies, so.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we sure do. So nice. (laughs) This is crazy.
4: Wild. Wow.
3: I feel like I'm going insane.
4: Okay. You are.
3: I can't watch it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do it. Okay, next week we have Extraordinary Merry Christmas, which has All I Want for Christmas is You in it, so you know. Oh, Jenna, has, do they know it's Christmas? I'm ready. I'm ready to I spill have, secrets. I have
4: photos. I have memories. I You're going to spill more secrets than I, because you have more memories of this than I do. But I've got to watch it, because uh, who knows? Okay, thanks for joining us for Hold On to 16. Really enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it as
3: much as we did. And that's what you really missed. Bye. Uh... Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time.
5: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.